Hello, everyone. Welcome to another special bonus edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. I'm Kev, and I've got a very important pl- uh, person with us um, for this podcast. I've got the best free transfer in history, which is also known as Jordan Clark. Jordan, thanks for giving up some of your time. Hey, nice to meet you, mate. All right. Yep, all good. Uh, just before we get into the nitty gritty, how much piss taking have you had from the lads about that line from the gaffer? Uh, yeah, when he first said he had a little bit, but um, sort of died down a little bit, thank God for that. Yeah, he's doubled down on it though, hasn't he? He keeps on mentioning it in every interview. It's almost like he must want you to uh, have the mickey taken out of you. But I guess on a serious note, it's great that the gaffer's so behind you and a fan of you as a player. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. I mean, to get your support, obviously, coming here from day one has been brilliant with me. So, uh, and obviously, when when you're getting that little bit of uh, praise, it's always nice, yeah. So, I have to thank him all the time, yeah. Good stuff. Well, you're doing the business on the pitch, so uh, you're certainly um, justifying his claims, that's for that's for sure. Um, I was going to talk to you on this podcast about how your first goal for Luton was against Reading and how you're going to repeat it on Saturday, but that's obviously gone up in smoke over the last couple of days. So I'll find something else to uh, to chat to you about and take you back to um, when you arrived at the club, actually. I mean, obviously, you were playing for Accrington in League One. It's a bit of a jump as we experienced in the first season that we were in the championship. But how did you find that sort of move up to championship football? Yeah, it was tough. Um, obviously, it's something I always wanted to do. Um, obviously, coming through the lower leagues. Uh, obviously, I was fortunate to get the chance here from from the gaffer and obviously Lewin. So, yeah, just obviously the, everyone's better, better players, quicker, stronger, faster, better technically. Um, but yeah, it's always something I wanted to do and test myself at this level because... Obviously, I felt I did well in League Two, then League One. Um, obviously, I wanted to kick on again and uh, just keep pushing on. That's all I wanted to do. And obviously, the club, the club's ambitions match my ambitions, so it was a perfect fit, really. And Accrington to Luton is not exactly walking distance. So, was it a big decision to make such a big move? <coughs> uh, not really. No, it was easy um, when the chance came to come here and then play this. Uh, play for this club and play for championship football it was a no-brainer really I would have moved moved anywhere really and luckily I've got a girlfriend who was willing to obviously move with me a few times already in my career so yeah it's been uh, quite plain sailing really obviously the, not what happened in the world and stuff which was going on with the COVID situation has made it a bit a bit tough for everyone so but on the in terms of football stuff it's been it was an easy move yeah really and you did hit the ground running with that goal that I mentioned the way to Reading in the Cup last season and then I think I'm right in saying you followed it up the following game against Derby as well so I mean you made an immediate impact Yeah, yeah, it was always nice to get your first goal for the club um, I know it was obviously a cup game but then obviously the game after against Derby which which was uh, a great feeling but obviously to have no fans there which was the um, obviously the, the down of it but um, no, I was just, just really enjoying it and obviously I've enjoyed it since the first day I came here and I'm, I'm even enjoying it even more now obviously this season so uh, obviously long may continue yeah and I think when I saw you play for Accrington you played mostly out wide on the wing but I've seen you for us play on the wing right back central midfield left midfield possibly even striker I think everywhere apart from goalkeeper um, yeah. is that something that you've added to your game as you've come here? Yeah yeah I think so um, it's just obviously nice to be trusted to play anywhere in the team. I think obviously it's good to be versatile, but uh, obviously I played played right wing for, for four years for Accrington. So um, obviously for the managers to trust me in 
in probably the hardest position and then out of them all in centre midfield in the championship, it um, shows the faith he has in me. So, But I'm really enjoying it, to be honest. I enjoyed playing right back last year a few times. Um, but like I always say, I'll play as long as I'm in the 11, I'll play anyway. I'm not bothered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm interested that you mentioned about central midfield because I saw a quote from the gaffer at the weekend where he said you wasn't sure about playing central midfield to begin with when you spoke. he spoke to you about it last year. Uh, much happier there now? Yeah, loving it. I mean, when I remember when he first mentioned to me, um, I was sort of taken back. I thought, I've never really played there before. Like, obviously, and to put you there in the championship against some some top, top players, I was a bit unsure. But, um, and obviously, I remember Mick Hartford speaking to me about playing wing-back when I first came. So, I think they've all got a few positions for me. But, yeah, I don't mind. I'm really enjoying it. Um, obviously, at first, I think, just finding my feet a little bit because um, obviously I've never played it before in my career. So, um, but now I've now I've got a run of games there. I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And obviously, you get you get you get more of the game in there. It's a lot more, a lot more touches the ball and stuff. And that's what I like. You know what I mean? To get on the ball and and uh, I like to get work hard and get after players. So that suits my game down to the ground, really. Yeah. Yeah, I like you playing there because you're one of those players that when you get on the ball. As a fan, I kind of expect something's going to happen. And, you know, I mean, that's what we pay our money for and, and go and watch the game sort of thing. Um, this season then, moving on to this season, it's been a bit of a stop-start season, obviously with the injury at the start of it and all of that. I'm not going to bring all of that stuff up, but so, uh, since you've come back from injury, you're now playing some fantastic football. Yeah, thank you. Um, obviously, yeah, the injury was... Disappointing, obviously, because I obviously enjoyed the first game of the season and we good result. Um, and obviously, a setback um, just obviously broke my collarbone, which obviously, which was a bit of a, a downer because obviously the concussion was off, the concussion was fine. So, but no, just nice to get that behind me. Um, and obviously, just try and stay in the team as long as possible. Now, obviously, the game's not on this weekend, which is a disappointment because we uh, obviously again, and I saw a little run and we're finding, finding a bit of form. So, but no, just just obviously when we get back into it, just try and stay in the team, work as hard as I can in the training sessions and stuff, and just show the manager I'm uh, I want to play and um, I deserve to play. So that's all you can do in training, yeah. He's certainly doing that on the pitch as well. A couple of goals in the last three games. I know one of them was in a losing cause, so probably didn't mean as much as the other one, which was in a winning cause. But even so, goals in successive games. So you're adding that to that central midfield position as well. Yeah, I mean it's that's massive, obviously, from a, from a midfielder, and that's what the manager wants. Um, outcomes for the the midfielders, because um, obviously we can't just rely on the strikers to score all the goals, which obviously they're doing really well this season. But if we can get goals from midfield, um, perfect. If we can get goals from obviously set pieces from the defenders, which chips in as well, it's um, obviously pushes more for us for a successful season. So. Uh, no, just hopefully keep keep it coming. Um, it's the best feeling in football, I think. So, but obviously, I'd take not scoring any goals and winning games, which which is obviously um, more important. Yeah. So, and I think one of the things that I remember um, the gaffer saying when he brought you to the club was one of the things that attracted him to you was the amount of chances you create, and um, you've been doing that throughout the season. I remember, I mean, you set Harry up for both of his goals at Millwall. Obviously, um, set Elijah up at Blackpool last last weekend. Uh, that's just a natural part of your game. 
Uh, I think so, yeah. I mean, obviously done it in the lower leagues. Um, and obviously the championship's a different a different beast, but uh, that's what you've got to be when you're sort of an attack. I see myself as more an attacking midfielder. Obviously, I like to get about the pitch and work out. That's, that's obviously first and foremost, but just creating as many chances and scoring as many goals. And that's um, obviously stats nowadays in football are massive. So, uh, and as an attacking midfielder, that's what you've got to add to your game. And if you can do that, you'll... Uh, And I think it's kind of the biggest compliment is the fact that you didn't look out of place in the centre of the park last Saturday against Fulham. I mean, they had, what did they have, 50, 60, 70 million quid's worth of players in the centre of the pitch. But, well, none of you midfielders looked out of place, but you in particular. Yeah, thanks. Uh, No, I I, I believe in my ability 100%. And obviously I want to... It sounds daft, but yeah, I want to play in the Premier League. That's that's my goal. That's always been my goal. And obviously, this, that's the club's goal. So, that's what attracted me to this club so much. Um, like I said before, the ambition matches my ambition. So, if I can test myself against, obviously, the top championship teams and hopefully have a good game, um, that's that's all you can do, really. And just, just keep pushing on for better. Keep working as hard as possible and uh, just look forward to every game, really, and, and test myself against as many players in this league as possible. And when we are in the Premier League, obviously, I can come back and talk to you because you've already scored against Chelsea for the club. So, you know, I'm, I'll be expecting another one of them when, whenever we come up against them. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, another goal at Stamford Bridge. That was fantastic. Yeah, I, I guess all of that, though, um, was kind of negated a little bit by the fact that there were no fans there. You'd, you'd previously experienced the Kenilworth Road sort of experience from an Accrington side of things but this season you finally got to taste it as a home player how do you rate the uh, the sort of experience with the fans back full houses and everything like that uh, yeah the fans are unbelievable to be fair it's I said it before when I, when I came here it's probably the hardest ground for an, like for an away player especially when like obviously they, they get up and then obviously a goal goes in and then it just it sort of like suck the ball, suck the ball into the back of the net. It just that's what it feels like. And to be fair, this season they've been brilliant as well. This season again, um, I'll, I'll forget the, the game, the, the Fulham game of the day was they were so good, especially second half when we started getting after him and pressing him and obviously playing on the front foot, which is which is how we want to play. And if we can keep getting them behind us and obviously putting performances in, I'm sure they'll uh, uh, keep coming to the games and obviously especially the away games they come in the numbers, which I mean, Blackpool, I'm sure there's over a thousand fans there, which is obviously brave in the conditions, which is different different class. So, no, if we can keep putting performances in and uh, obviously they keep getting behind us, it should, it should uh, be a successful season, I'm sure. Yeah, I think as fans, we've got to thank uh, Alexandra Mitrovic for getting us going on Saturday because he seemed to always either fall over or argue with the referee, which as fans, we love to uh, get stuck into. Um you and Elijah, there seems to be a sort of bond forming on the pitch there. Uh, as, as I mentioned, um, you set him up at Blackpool. He set your goal up against Cardiff. Is that uh, something that you're working on strongly? Uh, not specifically, no. I mean, obviously, we do a lot. We do a lot of different stuff in training. So, um, to be fair, the last few weeks, I'd, I'd probably say, yeah, actually, we've uh, a lot of link play in the strikers in the midfield, uh, a lot of patterns of play which we do, which. Obviously, when it when it comes off in the in the train uh, in the game, it's it's really good, and obviously a testament to the, the coaches and the management staff, which is the, all the planning and preparation they do, hours and hours of work every single day, which 
which is uh, obviously paying off on the pitch. But Elijah's he's he's really easy to play with. To be honest, obviously he holds it up really well. He links play well, and obviously he's he's a threat in behind as well. So he sort of makes my job easier as an attacking midfielder, which which is great because I know obviously I know his movements kind of thing. So hopefully we can link up a lot more and he can set me up a few more times and I can set him up a few more times because if you carry on playing like he's playing, you should be 20, 25 goals this season easy. So, but yeah, he's a credit. He's come in and he's, he's been, he's been unbelievable since he's come into a fair team. He's top and he's a great lad as well. Got a great attitude. So we, uh, we love having him in here. You, um, Preempted my question there. I was going to ask how easy it is to play alongside him, and uh, obviously you're both making it look pretty easy. I guess it must be a weird situation because this is only your second season, but you're already one of the longest-serving players at the club with the exodus in the summer and load of new signings coming along. I mean, how was that sort of transition? Uh, I suppose it's football in a way, isn't it? But um, no, we had a lot of lads here last year, and obviously great, great lads last year. We'll be obviously been here for a few years, so. It was hard to see them go, but um, brought a lot, a lot, of, a lot of top players in, and uh, not just top players, but great lads as well. Which is probably the main reason why why they come here. To be honest, we never have any any big time challenges here. It's all lads who want to work hard, um, great attitudes, and obviously push each other every day in the training pitch, which brings the best out of you on a match day. So, and obviously when we know if we've got any injuries or any, anything else happens in the squad, we've got players can come in. We've not played maybe say four or five games, six games, um, coming straight away and obviously do a really good job as well. So obviously healthy competition um, is really good. And I've been at clubs before where like if the tick lads are not playing, then they'll probably have sack it off in a way and it sort of ruins the sessions and stuff. But that's not like that. Yeah, I have it sessions every day, really, really good. So um, yeah, he's recruited really well and it's from the management, obviously the management staff, yeah. And there's a lot of energy in the side now, isn't there? A lot of athleticism as well. And I'm guessing that really suits your game. Yeah, yeah. The lads up from, obviously, Fred, Carlos, Cam, Hiltz, uh, obviously Elijah, Corny, all got pace and power. So if us in midfield can feed them, and obviously like we like to play like balls in behind, get them in behind, turn turn teams and get after teams, it's, it's really good to have. Um, and obviously it makes my game a lot easier because... I know if someone like Fred or Carlos or Elijah or Harry's got a lot of pace, um, if my through balls make my through balls easier because if you beat the man nine times out of ten they're going to get there because they're, they're all they're all really quick lads. So just little things like that. But in terms of obviously that they, they work work their um, the stones off as well. So which is obviously first and foremost. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um... The players in front of you are all doing a cracking job, but there's one guy in particular that stood out behind you as well, particularly on Saturday, and that's, well, he's been dubbed Caldini, hasn't he? Cal Naismith. I mean, that run he went on on Saturday, he whizzed past you, he whizzed past God knows how many Fulham players. You know, all he needed was a shot in the top corner or Breezy to stick it in the bottom corner, and that would have been a fantastic goal. But he's he's playing some lights-out football as well. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's different class, isn't he? Yeah. Um... Aaron recalling him Baldini when he first came. <laughs> um, his hair's grown back, on it? So I can't call him that no more. But yeah, Caldini is, is that's a great nickname, but he's yeah, what a player he's he's, he's a top player. He's a thing, and as well, I love him to bits, he's a great lad. Um great around the changing room. Um obviously he's got experience, he's always trying to help people. Um he's sort of like obviously captain as well in a way, which is which is really good, but 
the thing is as well is his attitude as well. Um, obviously, which people don't see. He's in the gym every day. He's working. He's working so hard every day to help him, and it's no no surprise why he's why he's doing so well on the pitch. Obviously, he's, we know he's got the quality anyway, but um, no, no, I can't can't speak hard off off enough him really. Oh, we love we, we we love him, and that run on Saturday just exemplified, and indeed the turn in the middle of the pitch in the first half as well, where he sent Mitrovic in a completely opposite direction. Yeah. Your recent form, um, Jordan, uh, it's coincided with an addition at home, hasn't it? There's always a talk of professional sportsmen that the nappy factor improves um, improves players. Is that what is that what's happened? I don't know if, if so. I might have to have a few more. I think <laughs> after a few more kids, but no. Um, the first the first week or two was hard, um, and obviously I think probably coming training like a zombie. So um, just getting over it and just getting into like a routine and stuff. But no, it's it's, it's the best thing in the world. I mean, uh, can't believe how much I love him to bits. To be honest, and he's he doesn't really do a lot. So, um, but no, no, I just. Just like it's just a whirlwind, and um, obviously it's like I said, the the best, the hardest job, but the, but the best job in the world to be to be a dad. Yeah, I'm guessing there's a bit of a different perspective, though. I mean, you know, if we are unfortunate enough to lose a game, you know, you're going home to a newborn, and you know, a different feeling to maybe if we lost the game last season. Yeah, obviously, still still take it home with you, but and uh, I hate losing. Obviously, it ruins ruins your weekend when you lose. Or obviously midweek, but when you go home and you see him there and he's he's smiling at you, then it's does it does have to take take your mind off it a little bit. So it's um yeah, it's great to be honest. I trust mother and baby are doing well. Yeah, really well, really well, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, a lot of sleepless nights still, but um no, I can't complain. He's uh he's bang on, yeah, he's really good. I need to work on your timing though, because a few weeks before Christmas gonna cost you a few quid on Christmas presents. Well, I was thinking that over there. What, what do you buy a five and a half week old baby? So, uh, yeah, something, something to take his just to keep his mind occupied. I think, but um, he's really good. He's get he's grown up too quick. To be honest, he's uh, he's smiling a lot now, and he's just like proper interacting. He's really strong. He's gonna be he's gonna be a little beast. I think so. Um, I'll have to think about Christmas. Yeah, but I think he'll get a lot a lot of presents himself. So let's see what see what happens. And just on Christmas, has the gaffer given any indication whether he's going to let you have Christmas Day off yet? Uh, we spoke about it today, actually, and it was sort of a discussion like the week leading up to Christmas. Obviously, the game's off this weekend, so we'll have a game between ourselves, um, obviously, to keep his fitness up. Um, and then, obviously, the week leading into the game on Sunday next week, isn't it? So, but, obviously, like this this sums the group up. We, we want everyone voted to be in on Christmas Day. Because we didn't want to leave no stone unturned. We we want to. This is our job at the end of the day, and obviously, lads have got families and kids and stuff, which is which is really hard around Christmas. But this sums this group of everyone wanted to come in on Christmas Day and do things right. You know what I mean? Train before before the game. So uh, make no mistake about it. We'll be going hell for leather for at the Bristol City game to get the three points because we we know this season there's something there to be achieved, and obviously we we've just got to keep going and. It's a Christmas period, January time. It's probably everyone says it's the hardest time of the year. So we've just got to keep picking up as many points as possible. 
And you mentioned there it is Bristol City next. Um, we seem to always play them at Christmas. I don't know what computer they use, but they seem to think Bristol and Luton are close by, but they're not. But uh, we got a good draw down there, actually. I don't know if it was a good draw, was it? Because we dominated that game, but got a draw out of that game. Um, but we're playing pretty well at home, aren't we? Um, I'm guessing hopes are high on Boxing Day. Yeah, very high. Uh, like you said, the away game, I watched, I'm watching it on the uh, the I follow. Um, and the lads played really well. I mean, I don't know how we didn't win that game, but to get a point away from home is always is always a good point. So, um, yeah, we're doing really well at home. Like I mentioned, the crowd. When the crowd get up, there's there's not many teams which we can beat as our place. So um, we've just got to put performance in, get the crowd going again, and um, take the three points and keep moving at that table. There's always a special atmosphere on Boxing Day as well, isn't there? All the crowd look forward to, you know getting out there and uh, and watching football on Boxing Day, day after Christmas, after they've done all the turkey and, and everything else. So, uh, you know, uh, we'll definitely be up for it. You boys will be up for it. It should be a great occasion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be one of the things to uh, experience when you when I finish football, you know, I'm going to a game on Boxing Day, but um, obviously I can assume everyone has a nice Christmas, enjoys it with the families and things and everyone's staying safe. And then obviously come to the game on Boxing Day and obviously it's... Uh, Celebrate the three points, which which is all we're all open for, yeah. And you mentioned, you know, that we've got goals for the season. Um, how do you think we've done so far this season? Uh, the Reading game on Saturday would have been bang on halfway, wouldn't it, if it had gone ahead? So it's probably a good time to reflect on on where we are and um, what can be achieved. Uh, disappointed, really, actually, because um, we've got high standards here and. Obviously, the lads have got high standards, so I think we're 12th, aren't we? I think 12th in the league. Yeah, yeah. It's obviously, obviously mid-table, mid so no, I think we, we, we know we, we should be higher. I mean, like I mentioned, the stats are massive in this in football nowadays, and uh, I think obviously as all the stats are top four, top six, so but unless you're doing the business on the pitch, it doesn't it don't mean nothing, but that's where we want to be. We want to be in the playoffs, that's, that's our aim. I know there's obviously the top two teams are streets ahead at the minute, obviously points wise. Um, we should we can be sure what a good team we are. We've just got to stay consistent and pick as many points away from home as we can, and then obviously win as many home games as you can. Um, when you start going on a run of three, four games wins, it's um, you fly up the league, and obviously it's so tight this year. Um, so that'll be as a pick up some points around Christmas time in the new year and uh, chase them playoffs as much as we can. They are the standout sides, aren't they, those top two? But we've given both of them more than a match and had a referee uh, not bottled a decision late on on Saturday. We might even have beaten Fulham. So going into the second half of the season, there's clearly nothing to fear. No, no, nothing to fear. This league, it's a crazy league. I mean, everyone everyone beats everyone, don't they? I mean, obviously we beat Coventry 5-0 and then I think I'm sure Coventry beat Fulham 4-0, 4-1, something like that. So, And like you said, we, we, we've played Fulham and Bournemouth now and we've... Drew against Fulham, obviously, I, th- I think we deserve to win. Um, obviously, they're the top team in the league and obviously Bournemouth away from home, which we started a bit start, a bit sloppy first half, and, but obviously we had the chance with Elijah really early on. But second half, we were pushing, pushing and probably gave them their hardest game of the season as well. So it just shows what a good team we are. But obviously, if you don't keep it out of one, one goal and you don't put it in the other goal, you, you don't win games. So, But you do, like I said, you've just got to be consistent. It's a tough league. Everyone beats everyone. It's 
that it's relentless Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, like for most weeks. So um, you've just got to keep keep going to the end. That's all you can do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm sure come the end of the season we'll be uh, much higher than what we uh, than what we are at the minute, and we'll get everything that we deserve that we haven't perhaps got what we've deserved in the first half of the season. Jordan, I know I've keeping you from your, your newborn lad. I'm not going to do that any longer. So thanks very much for um, giving up some of your time. Keep up the fantastic form that you're in. And I hope you, uh, the other half, and the little one have a fantastic and safe Christmas. Thank you very much, Kev. Same to you, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks again. Cheers.